Today on our program, we're going to visit with uh, Ogden and United Superintendent Pam Dodge. Pam, good morning. Thanks for taking time visiting with us. Good morning, Jim. Hey, it's it's been a little while. I, I feel like I haven't talked to you for a while. Well, you've been busy. <laughs> we, we, you've been going one way and I've been going the other. So, we, but uh, good, good to uh, get a chance to talk to you. Here we are in the new fiscal year, new school year, ready to go and... Uh, of course, uh, a lot of the things uh, at this point in time, anyways, are uh, how's our staff? Are they all coming together? Do we have what we need? And are we getting ready? For, uh, everything coming together for the new year? Well, we're close. We're still hiring in both districts. Um, Ogden's still looking for, I believe, principals are still looking for a few associates. So I'll put a plug out to that. We changed our insurance benefit this year, and we're offering full insurance for that, and it's a pretty nice salary. So I know principals are recruiting right now and interviewing, so they'll have that buttoned up fairly quickly. And at United Community, I don't know if you know this, but we have a new principal, a new elementary principal at United Community. Okay, I did not know that. Well, I knew something was going on there. You had, had a little bit of a changeover. We had a changeover in June, and our former principal had an opportunity to go to a district that's closer to where she lives, and we were able to attract a very seasoned, I think she's been a principal nine, ten years from the Metro, a great individual. Her name is Elise Brimmeyer, and she hit the ground running July 1st, and all things instruction. So she is in a little bit of scramble mode because there were a couple key positions that had not been hired yet. So she's working um, with other districts, recruiting. You know, you get your hand on a good candidate, but will that other district let that candidate out at this time in the school year because then the dominoes just fall in their district. So I think think that's going to be the central theme in our summers moving forward with the, the teacher shortage, you know, as people jockey around in the summer for positions. But... But we're pretty hopeful and optimistic that we have, uh, we'll, we'll be getting those all shored up, and hopefully, when teacher as teachers come back, we'll be ready to roll. I don't know how many times, especially now in the last few years, anyway, when we've had it's been well, whether it's pandemic or not, but uh, the last few years, anyway, we've seen um, I've seen you know uh, subject to release from their district or you know. <laughs> contract yes approved subject to release and so yeah. you got and then you've got a few that are the same way too so yeah, well yeah. and the board, board board policies are different from district to district on that the state will really not you know look at contract jumping or going after a teacher's contract anytime in june but when it gets into july they really like to hold those teachers to contracts unless there's something specific and a, mm-hmm. and a school board will let them out now, we had a unique uh, situation. We hired somebody at United Community that came from Pennsylvania, and um, they needed their, their law and policy said they could not be released for two months. So we were in that waiting period. And, and on the day that the person was released, then we were able to put it on our board agenda and sure. get that person hired at United Community. So, I mean, it's even situational when we're get, attracting people from other states. Yeah. Well, it's, we just keep going ahead. Yeah, and it's one of those. Uh, and again, they, that's one of the things that uh, uh, we've seen in the past. Well, we have we've gradually seen it get to this level because I remember it wasn't that many years ago. If you had an open elementary position, you had 
a, a nice group of uh, candidates to pick from, and we're starting to see more of a challenge there. We are, and I've talked to neighboring districts where they have zero candidates for um, specific job openings, and so that's, um, I mean, it, it's, it leaves the principals with an uncertain feeling about what will happen, and the BOEE is going to be pushed to, you know, allow conditional licensure mm-hmm. for teachers that maybe are licensed and in their first year looking towards getting an endorsement, um, and we can coach them into those positions in specific content areas, but it's definitely a different climate. Yeah. Well, let's uh, talk. I do know that uh, at least one of the positions uh, that Ogden and Boone collaborated on was uh, in the area of mental health. And I remember it wasn't that many years ago uh, when uh, superintendent sat down with, uh, at that time, it was Senator Bain. And, and he automatically thought everybody was going to be asking for more money. <laughs> and everybody said, we need more health in the area of mental, more help in mental health areas. So, uh, and uh, that which kind of took them a little bit by surprise at the time. But uh, that is an area where we're seeing a little more emphasis. You guys have been receiving assistance with through YSS, but uh, uh, you did have an opportunity to make it a little more full-time between Boone and Ogden, and, and this uh, hopefully will uh, uh, be pretty beneficial for your staff and faculty and students. We're very, we're very excited about this position. We tried three years ago, uh, the BOE allowed social workers to come on, and I was actually sharing with a couple of districts that are in our Ogden conference that uh, were not really near, and, and we looked, we spent a year looking for a social worker, and we were going to have a, a three-way share with that situation, and it we were not ever able to find somebody that was qualified, certified, that would apply for that, so we had to let that go. Well, the opportunity uh, popped up about a year ago when Julie and I started talking about there's now going to be some sharing dollars with mental health providers. There, That might be an avenue. And so we looked at that, and our business offices worked together, and we collaborated, and we um, worked together on the interview and had two really great interviews. So we had two really solid people and um, had a successful candidate. So we're pretty excited about that. and. That person will be working at the elementary in Ogden, and I believe they're working at the elementary in Boone, too, not for sure. But but we're sharing in a very flexible and fluid manner with that. So just to have that person on staff to deal with some of that the, the targeted needs that our kids have, we'll continue to work with our strong counseling departments, and we'll continue to work with YSS because they all will serve a little bit different purpose. But, sure. yeah, that's, that's exciting that we're going to have that position for the first time ever in Ogden. It's uh, one of those, uh, and and again, uh, I think a lot of the staff, because before you were getting some service, but they had to cover so much territory that it it was hard to get them more than a day at a time. Uh, This offers you a little more more, uh, contact. And we'll be able to do therapy, you know, in the school setting, you know, which is not something, you know, licensed school guidance counselors have been licensed to do. They've more been hired um, historically to work on core behavioral instruction and core and tier one and tier two. And so now that we'll have be able to, to really dig in and, and provide that support for kids and families in the setting will really be nice. Well, as we uh, get ready to go forward, I know that uh, uh, facility-wise, obviously I got to ask, <laughs> was the board still talking about what, what, what will they do with the, the property, the, the old Howe property, we'll call it? Yeah, the, we call that the the house site. And yeah. um, have you been by there recently? It's just it's just so different to see that 
not uh, there. It was. Um, it was how a, open up that is. Yeah, it was a little while ago, but uh, it, I I know it's pretty well uh, cleaned off, ready to go, and uh, uh, now the question will be: uh, they're going to have to take a look at it and determine what they're going to want to do. Well, that's right. And our board did have in closed session this last board meeting um, a session with our uh, real estate attorney to just talk about the possibilities and the legalities and responsibility of the school district and those types of things. We wanted to make sure as a school board that, you know, we had all the information about um, what our opportunities could be and legally what we should do. And so the board is having a very good conversation about how that can best serve the public purpose. And in the meantime, as the grass finally grows and we get that just as a flattened space, we'll continue to let, you know, the community use that as a green space. But we just haven't made any decisions yet. Um, there's been a few individuals from uh, neighboring cities, realtors that have inquired about what, what are you thinking about doing with that. And um, we've not entertained any offers. No offers have been brought before the board. So that's really where we're at, and um, we don't feel a big urgency at this point, but I do feel like it, we want it to serve the community. And yeah. right now in Ogden, it, I feel like our legacy group is, you know, they're doing everything they can to um, ensure that we can, you know, put more housing mm -hmm. and, and more opportunities for the families that want to live in Ogden. So that's a good thing, and so we'll see what happens. That's the, that's the well, the opportunity is uh, you can be a little more selective, uh, we know that the city is uh, working on the ball fields around there, and again, uh, com pretty committed to uh, trying to continue to make use of those. But uh, as far as the school board, you, you, you got you, the building will not be a a, 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 a cumbersome on the community. That part's taken care of. Now we're uh, uh, what can we do, and what will best benefit everybody? And I know, yeah, you've got some pretty good housing projects that are going on over there. Which, uh, for the district standpoint, you like that because that's new families as a rule. It's wonderful. Our open enrollment has been a large number in Ogden for a number of years. People want to educate their kids in this community, and they they but they they just we have not had the inventory. And so they live in neighboring communities and open enroll kids in, which has been wonderful for us. But the, the more growth we can have, obviously, we're very excited about that opportunity. And we all know, you know, Fairway's a, a bit of a driver mm -hmm. of that. People are very excited to, you know, live in a town where there's a grocery store again. So this, I think the future is very, very bright. So, well, we've got a lot of planning, a lot of work. The board gets to keep plugging away at it. That's, and yeah, I know, yeah, yeah it's – uh, there's really a, a, a interest in uh, residential development, obviously, but uh, there's so many other things you guys can take a look at. So it'll be interesting to follow along. At least for me, you guys have to do the work on. So yeah. have, uh, have uh, administrators have uh, Amy and Maury been uh, working uh, with you on putting together uh, back to school and how things are going to come together and what we're going to be doing uh, to uh, for in service things like that. That's exactly how we're spending our summer. Um, you know, I think sometimes people think we're not around or we're not working, and sometimes I think we work a little bit harder in the summer because we have the opportunity and the time. So that's exactly what we're doing. We're talking a lot about safety. We have a really good safety plan in place uh, in Ogden and also at United Community, and we're even doing some more training in both districts this fall related to those topics. Uh, we know that's um, front of mind for families and kids, and 
So we want to reassure our communities that we have a lot of mechanisms in place that it, you know can can help our kids establish a safe learning environment. So, and you heard a little bit about the government. The governor um, has proposed, and there's going to be a, a more money for schools to to continue to augment what they're already doing in the area of safety. So mm -hmm. we're going to be looking at those funds and how we can use those. We have secure entrances. We have cameras. We have cameras in a lot of places, and people don't realize that we have cameras in a lot of places, but that's, that's a good security tool for us. Oh, yeah. And so we've been doing some planning about that, getting ready to do some more communicating. The back-to-school uh, teacher professional development, obviously, yeah, we've been doing that. I've been meeting with directors this summer, talking about those different departments, and um, obviously we have a new director in Ogden with our activities director, so he's been out meeting I know you've probably spoken with him, or at least Ryan has, and he's he's meeting families and kids and coaches and doing some of that work. So it's it's been it's been pretty busy. Next week will be interesting because it's finally the state dead week. Nothing happens. Yeah. No activities. Yeah, that, so right, we'll right. Take a little break. Ryan has pointed that out to uh, what he calls family week. Is Family week, yep. Yeah, and chance and so uh, everybody get a little. The key is not to schedule yourself silly during that week. You know, that's an opportunity to regroup and get caught up on a few things and, and not have as many meetings going on. Another thing that's happening in both districts is both districts are taking a number, a large number actually, of teachers to Minneapolis early August to the PLC conference. That's professional learning communities. So, when you have the opportunity to spend professional development dollars in, in Ogden, we're taking 20 teachers. Wow. And three administrators are going in. I think they're taking seven or eight at United. So that'll be really high-quality learning for our teachers and then another anchor in our school improvement model um, for which teachers do their work. And so I'm pretty excited about that learning. We haven't been able to do that for a couple of years. And, um, so to have that opportunity and that much excitement around it and interest is has been fun to see. Yeah, that will be because then uh, and then they come back and they end up because they end up collaborating together too. And between your yeah. districts and you know just elementary groups, they get together and they start talking about those things too. How did this work for you? What are you? <laughs> I can just hear them now. But that's that's a good. Well, uh, let's see. That's happening. Uh, so we talked about the staffing. Oh, I was going to ask you because I know that uh, uh, I did get a chance to uh, visit. In again, it's been on the news that uh, Boone got this big grant again, part of the internship program. And I know that uh, when I visited with uh, uh, Superintendent Julie Trepa, she did say that Ogden students were also uh, going to be a part of this because it was. That's what they had applied for. It was for a sizable area to do uh, healthcare training. You're starting to get some of the CNAs, uh, EMTs, uh, and you, I mean, this is a, kind of a, a <laughs> this is a big push. It, it is a big chunk, and they have a nice anchor in place. They've got some good things going, and so we started meeting with them. Oh, I would say a year, a little less and talked about sharing a coordinator for that work-based learning. And so that's going to be another shared position that we're going to have. That person, that individual was hired, and the two high school principals are collaborating. The Boone and Ogden high school principals are collaborating on how they will schedule that individual. But, you know, Boone's close, close enough for Ogden that if there's some opportunities there uh, for our kids, Obviously, we want them to be able to participate, but we also want to start to build our tool 
um, mm-hmm. kid over here and what kind of unique intern opportunities can we provide. Uh, Maury and I took a meeting with the state and they're trying to bring on a couple more schools and so we did meet with them to talk about what that would look like and when kids can have a high quality internship that is something that is their passion area and, and they maybe are not going to go on the, the college pathway but, but into something different and if they can get some of those experiences and build that relationship with those companies while they're still in high school that that's an amazing opportunity for kids. So so we're pretty excited about that. Yeah, it was amazing too because it ties in. Uh, well, hospitals obviously, both Boone and Mary Greeley, and uh, the Boone Fire Department. I know is going to be working with uh, students as well, or doing some more internship things. So yeah, it's pretty exciting to uh, see opportunities that uh, just ca- you know a lot of people say. Well, we should have been doing this all the time. Well, yeah, but it's getting there is. <laughs> Not not that easy. You got to you have a lot of different things you have to do, and the state kind of watches you pretty close when you're doing it. So, well, you have to align your resources. So, yep. yeah, I remember 20 years ago, 30 years ago, they had different vocational, you know, strands or areas, and different counselors hired in different districts. And so, um, it I don't want to say it circles back, but as the rules, you know, in the legislature as as the legislators change things and our accountability pieces change and we have to stand up new pieces, then we have to be flexible and, and shift to that. An example of that is the, the new computer science requirements that are mm-hmm. going in. Yeah. So, you know, one of the grants that the Ogden principals wrote for, and they got about $50,000, and it's for some very targeted training, K-12, in the area of computer science. And through that money, we're taking our high school business teacher and our high school physics teacher, and they are both going to be endorsed so that they have the flexibility to teach um, high school computer science. The elementary principal is taking her portion of that money and bringing a trainer on site, and we're doing some pretty innovative things with our K. It will end up being K-8. We'll do it at the elementary and a little bit at the middle school and really start to augment our curriculum looking through that computer science lens mm-hmm. and how that interplays and you know spirals throughout all the other content areas so that that's a big push and I know districts are challenged to say I I'm required now to have a computer science teacher but I don't have one so I love the approach that we took here that we said let's take teachers we already have and get them certified so the principal has some flexibility in how he schedules those teachers with uh, the you know depending on the size of of any given grade level you know at the secondary level See, so that's that's how we that's that's a good example of how we ha- have had to navigate that. Yeah. That's a, and people tend to forget that it, as new new things happen, new things change. Like computer science, that's something uh, you know. Years ago, we wouldn't have even thought about. It would have been yeah, we've got a little bit of that done in uh, computer programming is done in some of the business classes, that sort of thing. But now it's uh, that that's a whole separate area. Yeah, computer sciences. There's a lot of opportunities for kids there, um, the way in the future, and so we just want to make sure we're exposing them to all the different uh, things that could be available to them. One thing I did want to ask you because I know that, uh, and for Ogden, I'm you have more probably enrolling in than enrolling out, but for. Uh, one of the things that the legislature did, I just wanted to get your reaction as a superintendent, but uh, this uh, any time of the year uh, students can make a change. That's got to create some challenges on the business end of it. 
Well, we're waiting to see how that is going to look. Our understanding is once a parent designates, then they, they stay put there. They can't bounce around. And so the money will stay there for that year. So once we realize maybe that will be okay for us, we're, we're not very anxious about that at United or Ogden because we have so many families that open and roll in. I'm, I would be concerned if I was one of these uh, schools that had a lot of people trying to get out, for example, mm-hmm. um, because they're upset about a certain topic, because now they can get out um, at any time. Sure. Where we've had to actually deny some open enrollments for March, April, May, because families want to come to the United or the Ogden School District, and we have to say no because there's not, no good cause and you missed the deadline. Now I'm going to say, yeah, you can, and I can take that. So. I think what school, when I talk with other school superintendents, what they're doing is they're looking at their policies, their board policy about class sizes, because that will be the next thing that we'll have to face in, in both of the United and Ogden school districts. You know, what will we do and what is the limit where we have to say no at a particular grade level because we can't accommodate because that grade level is getting too big. And that sometimes happens in a district the size of Ogden. We get a little lopsided. Yeah. We have a very small class, and then the, the grade above or below them is, you know, a lot larger. Right. And so as those classes bubble through, we just have to be aware of that. Yeah. You do want to make sure that, uh, yeah, you, you don't let it get too big to uh, have an impact uh, on, on their learning learning potential on children. Yeah. So, and those are some of the challenges. Uh, you know, for every action, there's going to be some sort of a re- reaction out there, too. <laughs> Uh, so at this time, uh, I know uh, you had some students that did pretty well uh, at the fair. I saw I saw a few of them out there because they were all wearing Ogden stuff. <laughs> That's great. I know you got to be pretty happy about uh, the way the year's gone, and uh, uh, we're getting ready to start a whole new season now. So looking forward. Well, to that. and it was it was a great school year, and I think about in Ogden um, the that not being under construction over here this summer has been wonderful, Jim. <laughs> Can't tell you how much, huh? I feel like since I arrived here, we we just had so many goals and objectives that we were trying to to accomplish. Now the next time I talk to you, I hope I tell you that the greenhouse is up because the we've really moved quickly with that greenhouse this summer, and the concrete is poured, the drains are in, um, it's ready to go. Uh, some of the uh, materials have been uh, dropped here. The rest of them are scheduled for next week and a crew comes and starts to put that up. And uh, as much as I want rain, because I do, for other reasons, it will be nice if it is dry the next couple weeks because I think they can get that greenhouse established in about two weeks' time is what they said. So to have that for our ag program that just keeps doubling every year, um, I wonder when the day will come where we're going to need a second ag teacher over here. But but that's another classroom for us, and it's a nice-sized classroom, and so – we're pretty excited about the the work that that teacher has, you know, on top of all the, the, the fairs and the things and projects that she's done with kids this summer, yeah. she's done a lot of learning about um, equipment, um, programming, different things, working with different consultants and, and how to best utilize that greenhouse. So we're, that that's a that's going to be a wonderful possibility for our kids this fall. That opens up a lot of opportunities for her, doesn't it? That does. Yeah. That. So, so, so that that's kept us a little bit busy, and uh, we did have a, at our most recent board meeting, we had a report from our building and grounds director, and 
just really talking about all the different things that he's been able and his team has been able to accomplish this summer, um, things that we haven't been able to get to because of the construction and things that we've been under for the last several years. So it's just really nice to be in that really good rhythm of this is summer work, this is how we're you know, handling these floors and, and redoing gym floors and all those types of things. And so to be ahead of schedule at this time in July, that that's music to my ears. Just uh, getting back to that uh, nearly a normal routine. Yes. <laughs> that's about it. Hey, uh, outside of the fact, Ryan said uh, he was kind of glad we got family week coming up because you kept following him around to all those ball games. So he did say. Oh, he did, and Ogden girls and boys baseball and softball was so exciting there at the end, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Really good softball and some really good baseball and um, good kids, good coaches. I just, it was really a lot of fun. And Ryan, he did. He really hung in there with us. <laughs> well, I do. I, I know. It got busy for him there. He had a lot of games there going, going that, that one week. It was uh, I just would walk in in the morning and say, where to tonight? You know, that's about it. So I do appreciate you taking time visiting with us, getting us updated on what's going on. It's been a pleasure, and I look forward to talking with you again next time, okay? Thank you, Jim. All righty. Again, that's our uh, program today with uh, Pam Dodge, the superintendent for Ogden and United.